Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Live on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellas with you. Great to be with you in your company ahead of a big weekend of New Zealand racing. Alongside me, as always, on the program today, Butch Castles. Butch, it's a big weekend in New Zealand. How are you? Yeah, sure is. Derby Day, ATR, New Zealand Derby Day. Looking forward to it here at Tarapa. Of course, well documented. Can't be at Ellerslie with the track renovation going on up there. So it's moved to Tarapa for a year and a, a real privilege to host this million-dollar race in the Waikato. Massive, uh, massive day of, of racing. We'll uh, catch up with Justin Evans a little later on as well to preview what's coming up in the south in Wingatui. Opie Bossom will be with us uh, in just a moment. But Butch, just explain to us in brief the, the significance of, of uh, this weekend's racing. Yeah, as I say, million-dollar race, first time in the Waikato. Uh, Looks sharp and smart. He's done it uh, so far. He's won a Group 1, both sides of the Tasman, early on uh, in the spring, and then ran second in the uh, VRC Derby. He's come back, and he's won a Group 1 at Wait for Age at 2,000 metres. He's uh, a very highly rated three-year-old. He's uh, rating points-wise three or four classes ahead of the rest of them in the Derby on Saturday. Uh, But that's a horse race, isn't it? So things can happen. Plenty of others there with uh, good form and uh, Opie rides one that run uh, that won at its last start dynastic so it won't be a forlorn hope but he does look special sharp and smart well let's get to him right now champion jockey Opie Boston our first guest on the program today morning to you Opie how's things yeah good thanks G'day Hope, thanks for uh, joining us, uh, no day before the races, you're probably uh, doing a bit of wasting so appreciate the time. Let's run through these uh, runners, Kenny Rock in the first year, I can't believe he got bashed on the line on uh, Wellington Cup Day, thought he had it won but uh, he goes well here at Tarapa. Yeah he's a consistent horse and um, he's a nice stayer so I um, don't know how he, how he'll handle the firmer tracks but he um, he's, he's very honest anyway. He's got a good barrier drawer as well. He's uh, had a couple of bad luck runs where he sort of missed the kick and got back. But from that gate, if you can posse him up in the first sort of half a dozen, would that be the plan? Yeah, ideally, yeah. Just give him the coziest run as we can. I probably got left in front a little bit too soon last time, so um, be a bit wary of that. Yeah, for sure. Race two, the Civic Group 1300. Uh, Amir, that is uh, certainly deserving of a winning turn. Fashion shoot. She's been oh, oh so consistent. You rode her in a very similar race. It was over 1,400 metres here on uh, Legends Day uh, three weeks ago, and she ran second on that occasion. Uh, this one uh, back to uh, 1,300, but, uh, gee, she should be very competitive again, you would think. Yeah, she's very consistent and um, she's a lovely mare. Um, yeah, been running so well of late. And it's a little, little bit unlucky last night. I had to go back from the draw a bit further than I wanted to and just wait for the spits, but she hit the line well. So again, the draw probably not ideal. She's drawn sort of midfielder, so you would think some scratchings will sort of bring her into 10 or 11 of 16. How do you work it out from there? Yeah, we'll just have to jump and um, play by air, really, and... Uh, 
she'll, she'll, she'll get back off in a fraction, but I'm um, hoping to soak for a bit of luck and get the splits at the right time. Yeah, she's got a good record here at Tarapa as well, and you find uh, some that cop it here continue to cop it, don't they? Yeah, they do, and the ones that don't like it definitely don't like it. <laughs> Race three to Hanui Farm King's Plate picked up the ride on Packing Rockstar. Look, uh, all things are going uh, to Hoyle. You would think Babylon Berlin's the winner of that race. She's run uh, what three Group One seconds in a row, and uh, she gets her chance at set weights and penalties. But Packing Rockstar back on a firm track. It'd be a chance to run in the money. Yeah, um, going back to better ground would probably suit him. But um, if you find it really hard to beat them here, she. Um she deserves a, a decent race, but um, I'm, I'm sure my guy will he'll, he'll run a sound race. Yeah, for sure. Race number four, uh, OP Road Oaks winner, Belle on Rouge. Look, she was good. Two starts ago at winning at Trentham. She just did nothing at Tahiranika, but I understand there may have been a bit of a veterinary issue there. If she was able to find her best form, 1,500 metres uh, in a pretty even field, she'd be uh, very competitive. Yeah, she was just... Too disappointing to be true last night. Um, but uh, I've ridden to work a couple of times since, and she seems to be going okay. Um, she can she can throw on a bad race every now and then, so we'll just have, hopefully we pick her on the right day tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. Race five, uh, Maven Bell. Gee, she was good in running fourth behind Imperatrice, Babylon Berlin, uh, and uh, Levante at her last start. That would be what you would suspect would be very, very good form for a race like this. Yeah, it is. And um, she looks a treat at the moment. Um, yeah, so I think she's got a nice, nice draw. So if we had a nice, easy run, but um, I, I'm expecting a big right there. Mm. She does carry 58 kilos, gives weight, but she is only three kilos above the minimum. So, uh, look, a, a Group 1 winning filly like her against her own age, uh, she probably uh, is not too badly uh, off under that weight scale. Race 6 to go, racing Nathan's Memorial Opie. Rapid Falls, back to uh, winning form last time, uh, riding this one for Tony Pike, and uh, pretty even sort of a race, I thought, but he'd be a chance. Yeah, it's uh, my first ride on her, um, but... Uh, she won really well last start. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to getting on her. Yeah, she she the the she um, she gives the impression that uh, 2,200 metres and further uh, she has won at the trip and uh, look she doesn't mind a little bit of cutting the track, but on top of the ground she's competitive as well. Yeah, um, Tarapa doesn't get too hard anyway, so um, it's, it should be perfect for for her tomorrow. McKee family Sunline Vase, uh, named after the Wondermere. Uh, you ride Safura. She was uh, super in winning her maiden after running third in a similar race to this on New Year's Day. What do we make of the last run, Oak? Um, I probably rode her a little bit too too handy. Um, she just needs to just get into her own rhythm and um, get breathing well. Uh, but uh, she, she's been working out quite well. She's quite laid back, Philly, but um, I expect a good run from her. Very even race, isn't it? There's no uh, outside of the prowesses and, and the likes that probably aren't going to be at the Oaks. You rode family ties who didn't have all favours on Wednesday in the Lowland. So it's a sort of an even lot of fillies progressing towards the Oaks. Something could stick their hand up in this race. Yeah, for sure. Um, out of all the lead-up races, anything could, could, could win the Oaks. So um, it's going to be, it's gonna be a, quite a good race. With, 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 there's no, no, no standout fillies going there. 
Righto, the feature, what it's all about. It's what you guys do it for. The Group 1 Million Dollar Races, the Auckland Thoroughbred Racing uh, New Zealand Derby runs his race 8 at 4.47. Dynastic. Gee, that would have been a confidence-boosting win for him last Saturday. Yeah, he put everything together. Um, done everything perfectly. He relaxed beautifully and come into the race at the right time and really wanted to be there. And Richard, he hasn't really shown at times. So, um, and he looks great and... I was I was very encouraged by that uh, by that win. Not easy to do against the older horses, is it? For those three-year-olds, carry top weight and give them a beating. Yes, it was a wet track, so that did disadvantage some others. But I love the fact he was strong through the line. Two thousand four hundred meters has always looked physically like it'd be okay for him. Do you get the impression that he'll stay the trip? Yeah, I think he will. Um, it's just the, just the way he's he's racing now. He's relaxed and. Um, and the old man saw seem to want to stay, so um, I'm, I'm sure he'll run this 2,400 about pretty easily. I mean, in all reality, sharp and smart's going to be awfully, awfully hard to handle. Um, but I'm picking you probably wouldn't want to be on much else outside of sharp and smart. I reckon your bloke's a genuine top three chance. Yeah, for sure. Um, I had dinner with Murray Baker, and he, he, he thought um, Dynastic was a huge chance of winning the derby after his last run. He's trained a lot of derby winners, so he should know. Yeah, that'll, <laughs> that'll do me. I um, might have a little bit in the top four for a dynastic. Righto, and then you round out the day in race nine with Felicien. She deserved uh, her win last time. The placings prior had been good. Uh, I note you're down with 55, so the weight's obviously uh, in good control. And uh, I thought stepping up in the class with the lightweight might suit a mare like her. Yeah, she's been carrying 58. Um of late, so um, yeah, you drop in 55 kilos, so I think she'd be, she'd be right, isn't it? Um, she's, she's very consistent, and uh, yeah, she, as you said, it was a well-deserved win last time. Right, I suppose, quick shower, and then you can settle in and watch at 6 o'clock Imperatrice come out of uh, Sydney with your good mate James McDonald in the pigskin. No doubt you've told him what to do. <laughs> you can't tell the best too much, too much so <laughs> <laughs> But she's got to be an awfully big chance. I mean, she was just so impressive here in the BCD group sprint, wasn't she? Yeah, she was just another level, really. And um, galloped her between races at, at Matamata that, um, last week, and she felt great and worked really, really well. So um, uh, she's, she's really flying at the moment, so you should expect a big run. Yeah, for sure. Well, Gaby, thanks for your time. No, it's busy your day before such a massive day. You've got a really uh, good ride in the ATR in New Zealand derby, but a great book of rides throughout the day. If you had to have a few bob each way on one of them, what might it be? I, I really do like the chances of Dynastic in the derby. Um, I think you run first three for sure. And buoyed by the MP Baker stamp of approval, eh? Yep, for sure. <laughs> good on you, Hope. We'll see you here at the races. All right, thank you. OP Boston with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis ahead of a big day at Tarapa. We will take a break here, Butch, on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Coming up on the other side of this, we'll have a chat to race caller Justin Evans ahead of the race day coming up at Wingatui down in the south. That's next here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles and more.
Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellis and Butch Castles here with you on the program this week. A big weekend of racing coming up right across New Zealand, obviously with the uh, the New Zealand Derby, but also racing in the south down in Wingatui. And uh, race commentator Justin Evans is with us here to preview the weekend. Morning to you, Justin. How's things? Yeah, very well, thank you. Morning, team, and uh, hi to uh, Butch. I'm really looking forward to the day, obviously, playing second string a little to uh, the Monster Day up north, but a really exciting day at Winger 2. A couple of uh, feature races. Phillies really take centre stage, uh, but also a cracking Southern Mile final in terms of prize money. That really is the feature of the day, $100,000 on, uh, on the line there. So, yeah, uh, look, uh, very reflective of recent racing at Winger 2 as well. Uh, deep competitive beating field so you're really looking forward to uh, calling them butch yeah sure you are justin uh, they are as you say super and uh, gee that just shows you when the money's up you can get uh, a wonderful field and a, a very very deep uh, southern mile final let's have a look at the open sprint earlier in the day the positive signs and print uh, gee eptium's in uh, top four money's come for amber echo tidy little field it is, number of chances. A lot of these horses have been uh, sort of racing uh, each other for a little while. Eptimum, as you say, he's really in the zone. Actually made him the best bit of the day, and he was able to lob for us last time. A little harder this time to keep those wins going. Certainly got to be a chance. I'm with him, Mareko, uh, where the money has gone, as you say, Butch. He's a very consistent wee uh, mare. This uh, hasn't had all flavours in her last two. She... Looks as though she's going to get the run of the race here. She loves winger to Amber Echo. She's got a gun rider in Kylie Williams. I think she's a great chance, but it's a competitive race. Tyler Eight's in the mix there, number six. He's a high strike rate galloper. He's been injury-plagued, unfortunately, Tyler Eight, but they've done a great job to get him back and a monster first-up win. He's up in grey, but he's a talented horse. And the Tiakawa, Mia Burgundy, Rose, number one, she's going to be a chance. She will be better suited to the 1,200, albeit she's drawn wide. It's a... Pretty open race. I think you could name four or five uh, definite winning chances, but it was five, six, one, and two for me. Certainly respect around Eptimum, the form he's in, but uh, we'll go Amber Echo on top there. Five, six, one, and two. You alluded to the feature uh, as far as uh, status goes, being the NZB insurance stakes. Good field of fillies, mix of North and South Island as well with those uh, Tiakau runners there and uh, form right throughout. Betty Spaghetti uh, down at number 10. So just shows you the depth and the quality of this field. Really didn't know which way to go. How did you sort it out? Oh, I thought the one was uh, somewhat of a special Butch romancing the moon behind her. There's a whole wall, but I think it's hard to get away from her. She is the class filly of the race. She's the highest rated filly in the race. She's got the best form in the race. She's got form, obviously, uh, from the north against uh, some of our very best in the country. Let's not forget she ran second in the soliloquy there to Legato and, uh, and Prowess was third. She ran fourth in the 1,000 guineas. She was close up at the Wellington Guineas. This is easily the best form of the race. And, of course, she comes into this on the back of a, a really good second in the Dunedin Guineas uh, behind a pretty good Orson specialty. And there was a good margin back to third, and she beat a number of these fillies clearly in that race. I think it's very hard to get away from her. She's <laughs> to get the run of the race. Lovely draw. She's going to take a lot of beating. Of the others, though, Betty Spaghetti, as you mentioned, she's a promising filly. She's done very little wrong and a lot right, and she was pretty good in that Dunedin Guineas herself without all favours. So, look, shipping by clear second pick, then you've sort of got horses like uh, Miss Dunsford, who's, uh, I guess, a second stringer for Tiako here, but an ex-Australian herself, Miss Dunsford. She looks as though she's acclimatised well to New Zealand. 
comes in on the back of a good win. And third decree, a little roughy there, number five. She's a filly I've got a lot of time for. A bit of an acid test for her, and out to 1,400 may be the query, but going very well. Saying all of that, I thought she was close to a special butch romance in the mood. Very, very hard to beat. Right. Yeah, for sure. Right, let's have a look at this uh, feature, this ODT Southern Mile final. Uh, ears, backs, bringing uh, some wonderful form to it. Three in a row, shooting for four. Socken on, it's got the horror draw. I know your heart will be with Socken on, given your neighbours or just up the road doing the training there, Terry Kennedy. Uh, which way did you go? Oh, through loyalty. You're right, uh, Butch. Uh, he's a good friend of mine and uh, he just lives up the road and we've been talking about this fella for so long. Stockton on number two, and they've just come up with this horror draw. But it might not be as it seems. Look, he's a horse I know Terry has got a heck of a lot of time for. That recently quoted as being potentially the best horse he's ever trained. And he's he's really kept him in cotton wool for this. I reckon it's been a perfect prep. He had two awesome wins just before Christmas. He just sort of uh, kept him away for about six or seven weeks. He ran fifth. He was favourite there at Invercargill, but I think he was sort of half a run short. Terry said he'd probably go to need this, but it's enough to get him into the final. I think it's perfect. He comes into this final with all the right form for mine, home track, and he's a big, harder galloper. The draw is a problem. What do they say? Draws are only a problem after the race. I know he's doing up on the outside there. And saying that, they get a very long run down the back at Wingatui. He does roll forward. A lot of these are back markers. It might not be too bad. If he can bounce out of the gates, come across, he might be across pretty quickly. I'm going with him. Ears back, obviously hard to knock. She's in stunning form. She's a very progressive mare. She just keeps winning. Uh, so she's obviously a big winning chance. Outside of them, there's a stack of chances. Seven twenties are roughly in the race. Lisa Allpress, she's been going well. She's got a big finish. La Pan could be one at uh, big prize number nine. Not too bad there last start. And she's uh, had some sort of hidden runs and bubbling under the radar. And number one's a big hope, Capo Del Impero. But uh, I'm with Socken on. Hopefully he can do it for Terry. Two, three, seven and nine in the uh, Southern Mile final. And the last, always good to get the last uh, leg of the quaddy sorted. I, I saw the win of Prince Albie last time. It had no right to win. And even uh, in the last 20 metres, it, it didn't look like it was going to. And somehow it got the job done. I would have thought at $3.20, it'd be uh, as good a thing as I've seen. Gets to run again in rating 65. Uh, you would have been surprised if he was able to win again. He looked pretty hard to beat. It's somewhat of a two-horse race. I think Butch, Prince Albie, very talented galloper. They've had a a rap on his head for a long time. Of course, they did venture to Australia with him. It didn't sort of pan out, but yeah, back uh, to New Zealand. Awesome win, wasn't it? And that's not the first time he uh, had done that at Wingatui uh, when he won his maid and he came with the big barnstorming finish. So he's got a lot of ability. Just up a little in weight, but uh, staying from the same grade. Lisa Oil Press, obviously a big uh, positive. The other one, though, is Naughty But Nice, number four, who's a very progressive mare, and she bolted in when she went in maiden last start, and it was a strong four maiden. She's a, a mare very much on the up and has never run a bad race, and she, like I say, is pretty progressive. So I think it'll be between those two, but I'm with you in the last uh, number one, Prince Albie, all over top of them again. And what wins the derby, Justin? Oh, look, I'll be nice and boring. He's uh, just uh, a stellar horse, sharp and smart. I think uh, he's got a class edge. He's a mighty horse. I think he's got all the attributes. He's going to be awfully hard to contain. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for your time. Good calling uh, at uh, Wingatui. Looking forward to uh, some great racing down there. Thanks, Butch. Look forward to it.
Justin Evans with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Good to have him on to have a look ahead to the weekend of racing coming up in the South. Butch, before I let you go, who's your tip for the derby? Oh, it's sharp and smart. It'll be far too good for them, in my opinion. Excellent stuff, Butch. Enjoy the weekend, mate, and uh, we'll catch up again next week. Cheers. This has been Breakfast with the Kiwis right across SEN.